started. Well, good morning, everyone. Wow. Who's who's ready? <laughs> All right. I, I, don't, I don't know if I was. I tell you what, God is amazing. Hey, God is amazing, isn't he? He is so good. Oh, let's just let's just stand right now and let's just focus on him. Just everyone focus on him right now. Focus on the Lord. Just whatever he has. Jesus. Oh Jesus. Just pray in the spirit if you have a prayer language. Pray in the spirit right now. Just feel for whatever reason, we just need to absolutely focus on him right now. Clear your mind. I feel like we need to not be in any hurry right now. Just clear that mind and focus as best you can on the Lord God Almighty. Jesus. 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 Just say his name, Jesus. Oh, Stay with me right now and just absolute focus on him. Oh, 
Jesus. Keep praying right now, interceding. Just start interceding. Jesus. Keep praying in the spirit right now. Mo and Sasar Dasoratisin. O Ramamasarebebesum. O Sarabebeshikol Arabasor Asora 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 Asore. O Sarababa. Let's keep praying right now. Just be praying right now over this service. Mo Saramamasam. God, your will be done in this place. God, your will be done. God, what you have in mind for this place, Jesus, that's what we want, not our agenda. We want you today, Jesus, Jesus, lay down whatever you had, your preconceived notions of what should be going on today. Lay that down, and we're going to set that aside. We invite God, we invite your agenda today. Whatever he wants to do right now, I just feel like we need to just shift anything, anything that's going to go on right now. We're going to throw it out if we have to. Everybody, everybody, just focus as best you can on God. Invite him in. Say, we invite you into this service. Have your way. Your will be done right now. We're going to be ready. Be right now. Be ready for whatever he has in your heart. Commit that. Commit yourself to that to say, we're going to do your agenda. We're going to do your agenda.
We lay down what we had in mind and we will commit, submit to you and your agenda. We invite you in. Each of you in your own way, invite him in. Say, work on me. Work in me. Jesus. We are not in any hurry. Oh, Mama Sanda Babene. Oh, Sasarbe, she, she, rete, she. Oh, Sasapapa, I can't emphasize it enough. Focus as absolutely as best you can on Jesus. Get your eyes fixed on Jesus, the lover of your soul. Oh, really, 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 right now, fix your eyes. Clear out everything in your mind, everything that distracts you. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fixate on him. Jesus, he loves you. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And he loves you. Let him love on you. Come on, let him love on you. Some of you in here, <laughs> let him love on you. Come on now. That's an invitation. He's saying, come on, let him love on you. Let me love on you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but he knows that he needs you to let, let him love on you. Receive it. Come on now, receive it. Yes, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. <laughs> let him love on you. Come on now. <laughs> let him love on you. Quit holding back. Let him love on you. This is about you. We're not in any hurry. This is about you. Let him love on you. We will stop everything for you. He will stop everything for you. He will stop this service for you. Come on. Let him love on you. Come on. Let's be praying for whoever that is that you can just get it. Let's pray. Oh, God, whoever that is, nobody leaves this place without knowing God loves you. Nobody. Come on now. Let him love on you. Let him love on you. Let him love on you. Oh, receive it. Oh, receive it. Come on. Who is it? Let him love on you. Nobody leaves this place questioning God's love for you. Nobody leaves this place questioning God's love for you. You receive that? Do you receive that? Oh, we receive that. Mighty God, let's just praise him. We thank you. We thank you already for what you have in this place. We thank you, mighty God. We praise you, mighty God. We commit this service to you. Let's start praising him. God, you are holy. God, you are holy. We praise you today. We praise you, Dean. Are you ready to praise him today? Are we ready to praise him? Let's praise him right now. Let's praise him, holy God. Praise him right now. Dana, you there just There is off. no shadow that could ever overcome your life. And there is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with
Show 
loved us. If you looked in a mirror this morning, you made a mistake somewhere along the way in your lifetime. Because when we reflect on our lives, which is why that mirror is there for us, when we reflect, we realize that only through our relationship with Christ will we change. Right? So if we go into this next song and you worship with us, I want you to listen to the word. The song is called Chasing Over the Grave. And what has to break are the chains that you're allowing to hold you down today. So let them go. And if you worship, you'll, you'll spiritually hear them break and drop this morning. But you got to do it in spirit. He said, those who worship, worship him how? In spirit and in truth.
worshiping you know the reason that it can't stay you know we're not giving the enemy a choice we're reminding him of our authority you cannot stay breakthrough is now it has to break off right now there's a reason we say it has to it has to break at the name of Jesus every knee will bow Everything will bow. Everything, every sickness, every stronghold, it has to bow at the name of Jesus. At the cross, at the victory that was won on that cross, everything else has to go. Everything else has to bow. Everything else has to come into alignment. It has to at the name of Jesus. God was just showing me this picture of bubbling. He was showing me this water and it was boiling. It started boiling. You know what happens when you start boiling water, you know, uh, Brother Daniel could probably tell us best, but impurities start going. Stuff that you, you can't, are harmful for you starts evaporating. <laughs> and, and Jesus, and God was just showing me this water boiling in this place. You know, he's doing something in our hearts. He's doing something in this environment. He's doing something right now. Do it, Jesus.
How many people know that it's so much better when it's his way? Because we try so much and we try so hard to fix it our way. And sometimes you just got to stop and let him do what only he can do, right? Sometimes we just have to praise him. Here's the, here's the best part I love about him is sometimes he'll let you fall down and break into pieces. You ever broke something and can't find the glue? But when you break something and you find the glue and you put it back together, you always know where you put the glue after that. Right? Because he's never going to leave you. Doesn't matter how many times you fall and break, how many times you, you fall into anything, he's right there to pick you up. He's right there to put you back together. And all we have to do is call out his name. All we have to do is praise him. I love the fact that we have that in our pockets all the time. That no matter how bad it gets, no matter how bad it looks, we can just call out his name. And we can just worship him. We can praise him. And he shows up in a heartbeat. It's like the phone a friend that always works. When you call on him, he answers. So, Father, we lift you up this morning. Come on, we give you the highest praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you put us all back together and made us stronger than we ever were. We thank you that you're always there to catch us, Lord. Always there to guide us. Father, we just love you. We just love you. If you're watching online, I feel it right now. He's there with you. He's with you right now. Call out his name. Where you're sitting right now at home, call out his name. Holy, holy, holy is your name. Oh, Father, we worship you. We love you, Lord. We thank you that we get to worship you this morning. Oh, Father, have your way in this house. Have your way in this house. Holy Spirit, move. You know, you can cry out for your loved ones even if they don't know how to, that your praise and your worship and your faith can heal them. So I sense there are some people crying out for some loved ones this morning. Keep crying out for them. Keep praying for them. Pray without ceasing. Whew, and just worship. Just worship and praise Him. Jesus, touch all those individuals. Touch every heart watching, every Every heart in this room, God, you know what they're praying for. You, you know who they're praising. Father, God, you know who they're praying for. Father, you know who's on their heart. So, Lord, touch them right now in Jesus' name. Father, we love you, and we thank you, and we surrender to you. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said amen, amen. amen. Come on, let's lift up a shout of praise one more time. Oh, you can do better than that. Let's give them what a king deserves in the house. Come on. Woo. Oh.
Well, good morning. Good morning, and uh, welcome to service. We love you guys. Do me a favor, find somebody you had not seen in a bit. Say hello to them, talk to them, give them a high five. We'll be right back. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, Destiny Church. All right, look, this is how I'm going to get your attention. God is good. And all the time. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Whoa, whoa. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, so this morning we're going to take a quick offering. This is the time where we worship with our offering and our tithes. Again, if, um, if you're the you know, first-time guest, second-time guest, or you know, you're just you know, trying things out, this is actually is not for you, uh, so don't feel obligated to give. Okay, This is just for anybody who calls Destiny Church home and anybody that wants to worship with us in this way. Okay, So again, uh, we're going to do our tithes and offering. There's a couple different ways you can do that. You can give through the online. You can give through the app. You can give through text, which is super, super simple. Uh, so we're simplifying it for you. Or you can just do cash or checks right here at our ushers in the front. So um, it's going to be quick and simple because I know we got a couple other things to do. Uh, the, the only thing I will say is uh, this morning as I was listening uh, to the word, uh, I, I came across this little spot that said, you know, don't, don't, be, don't rejoice that the demons submit to you in my name. Rejoice that your names have been placed in the book of life, you know, in heaven. And so... You know, just keep that in your mind this morning, especially as we just ended with that worship song, you know. As we were worshiping, I was like, man, you know, I started reflecting on, wow, my life would have been so much different if Jesus didn't find me in my dirt and in my grime and in my bad place and, you know, suicidal and just crazy. If I, did, if I wasn't found, my, I wouldn't be here. And so I was just so grateful as we were singing and so grateful as we get ready for this uh, for giving. It doesn't really have much to do with giving except that I'm grateful. And so I love to give because I'm so grateful, you know what I mean? And so um, if you guys do me a favor, go ahead and stand to your feet one more time. I know you're tired. Go ahead and stand to your feet. You know, if you were at the Alabama game or Auburn game, you wouldn't be tired. You'd be screaming and all that. So I don't want to hear it. No complainers. All right. <laughs> so if you guys do me a favor as we get ready to tithe and give, uh, go ahead and close your eyes, bow your head. Uh, in reverence to the king that's here this morning. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. You are the king, and we honor you, Lord. We bow down to you in our hearts and in our spirits, Lord. We bow down to you. There is no one like you, Jesus. We love you. God, thank you for sending your son for us. God, thank you. And we are eternally grateful. God, we can never give enough. We can never pay you back for what you've done. But, Lord, we thank you and we honor you with our giving. We love you with our giving. We bless you with our giving, God. We thank you so much. And, Lord, I bless your people. They are amazing givers, God. And you have, you have given them joy beyond measure, God. You've given them peace that just can't be measured and it's just it's amazing lord thank you for them god continue to pour out your favor on them continue to bless them god continue to open doors god in the name of jesus christ we pray we thank you amen all right let's give guys Good morning. How's everybody doing? Come on, you can, you can get better now. How you guys doing? Come on, Kyle. Get them fired up. 
Well, hey, if you're new, I am DJ along with my wife, Jules. We get the honor to pastor here at Destiny Church. We absolutely love you guys. Come on, you guys love Destiny Church? All right, one more time. Do you love Jesus? That's so much better, man. I love you guys. It's so good. Well, do me a favor. Uh, if you are new here, fill out a Connect card. That'll be a little thing we'll get you in. Uh, should have got one when you came in, or you can get one at the desk. Uh, fill that out. Let us know that this is your first time. If not, then we cannot reach out to you and say hello. That's so important. Uh, we want to reach out to you, want to pray for you, want to talk to you a little bit about the church and what we do. Um, also, if you want more information about the church, so if you're watching online or in here, download our app. It's so important. Uh, download our app. It has all that information on there to give you everything. You can go to the website. You can also go to the app. It's so much quicker. Download that. Um, how about this morning, guys? We had Next Steps this morning with uh, Discipleship with Brandon. Where's Brandon at? Brandon Purdue. Come on. How was it over there? Sharing your faith? Come on. Sharing your faith with Brandon. Hey, look, guys, it's awesome. If you guys want to grow, this is what we talk. This is why it's Next Steps. So as you walk in your faith, every Sunday it's going to be something different except for, you know, to the end of the year. Now, we are taking a break um, through the holidays, but then we'll pick it back up in January, look for a new list. Um, so if you're ever interested in those things, that's how we grow. That's how we, uh, we equip ourselves, and we're, we're equipping you. We have teachers in the house. They want to give you some good information, um, and those are all kinds of great things that are up there, but we'll get a new list to you next week so you know what's going on. I'm going to get through some announcements so we can get busy. Um, did anybody enjoy prom night? Come on. Where's our... <laughs> Oh, prom night was awesome, y'all. It, it, was, it was awesome. If you missed it, I am so sorry you missed it. We did crown our 2021 prom king and queen. Look at that right there. I thought it was rigged because I, I really rapped so much better than Kevin. Uh, but, but that's okay. That's okay. But, but it was his first prom. So you know, that's pretty good when you can walk in your first prom and, and get a ring. <laughs> that's one one championship kevin wherever you're at there you go you got one so it's good um guys we have our angel tree I, this is something that i just want to push out to you angel tree guys it's out in the foyer okay we just set it up today today's the day look we, we have people on the tree from within the house that need help during the holidays so go grab an angel before you leave today we also are sponsoring pavilion village which is uh the orphanage that is in uh kenya so, and what we do is each child on there, each child on there is $40. So if you pull a child's name, you'll get their name. It's $40 to make sure they get what they need for the holidays. So we've been supporting them for years. So please, before you leave today, grab an angel, grab an angel. And you have questions about that, you can contact Nicole. Where are you at? She goes, I'm hiding. She must be with the kids. And there's an email on there. So you'll see it up on the screen, Nicole at destinychurch.al. Uh, but we'll make sure we take care of you. Please do not leave. I'll remind you at the end uh, that we have to take care of that. Also, on the 15th of December, that's Wednesday, is our children's uh, Christmas celebration right here at Destiny Church. So come on out and support the kids. It's going to be an awesome time. That's why we have all these snowflakes up here. They're for prom, but, you know, really did not feel like cutting them down. They're kind of cool. So we left them up for that, but, but we're going to do that. So be out here Wednesday to celebrate the kids. Uh, make sure you get them here. Uh, we'd love to have you out here to celebrate uh, what they're doing. They've been working really hard on some cool songs and stuff, so let's come out and celebrate the kids. And then we have our night uh, on the 19th, we have our Christmas celebration, ugly sweater here on Sunday. Once again, if you don't wear an ugly sweater, then we know you're new, um, so that you're going to get hounded by everybody. So uh, wear your sweater on that Sunday. Come on out. Uh, we're actually going to have a competition, so 
door prize for best sweater. I'm just letting you know. So you better wear it up. I've got this cool cat thing that it just seems to be going on every year. And then the last thing, I don't think we have a slide for this. Uh, prepare now for our New Year's Eve worship. We're going to meet right here at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. Uh, guys, we've got other churches coming in together with us. We're going to just worship in the new year. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get word and worship, and we're just going to pray it in. It's going to be phenomenal. So show up here New Year's Eve. Make that plan. Uh, bring the kids. They'll worship with us. Like, this is not a, you know, we're not going to have child care. It's all going to be in here worshiping together as a family because that's what it's all about. So we'll be excited for that. Whew. All right, let me pray real quick, and then we're going to get some, some other stuff done. So, Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for today. And, Father, we surrender to you, Father. Touch our hearts this morning. Continue to work in this house. Father, we just love you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so, guys, Apostle Bo, Mama Rachel in the house today. Come on. So good to see you guys moving around. Little Zai in his arms. I'm getting a little jealous right now. I got to know her. You know, I thought I had a connection just like that, just like that. And so, so I love the fact they're in the house today. So excited to have them back. And uh, um, he was excited to get out here. I'm sure he'll share a little bit uh, in a second. But also, we have several guests in the house from Southgate uh, down in Crestview. Pastor Misty Townsend, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, love to have you here. And she brought with her friends. So Samuel and Kelly, thank you so much uh, for helping coming up. Okay, and then we have with her came Kathy Hoffman. Miss Kathy, so so thankful to have you up here. And, uh, and my new best friend, Pocherie. Pocherie, Pocherie, Pocherie. We love you and so thankful that you're up with us uh, this morning. So I'm excited about today, y'all, because uh, we get to, you get to see what God's doing uh, all across the world, not just in our house. But what I love about it is that God's been speaking to us and speaking to me. And, um, and we'll talk, uh, we're going to get into it, man, but I, <laughs> I'm so excited. I just want to get going, but it's not for me to share this morning. So um, here's what I love. I love what Romans says, Romans 10, 14, 15. It says, but how can people call on him for help if they, if they not yet believe? And how can they believe if they not yet heard of? And, and how can they hear the message of life if there's no one to proclaim it? And how can the message be proclaimed if messengers have yet to be sent? That's why scriptures say how welcome is the arrival of those proclaiming the joyful news of peace and the good things to come. I'm telling you, people need to hear about the Lord all over, all over the place, not just in our church, not just in our city, not just in our state or in our country, but across the world. Uh, so I'm excited this morning because we, we have people with us that, that are doing just that, and we get to celebrate them this morning. But, but here's the thing. Here, here's what I love. Our job is to spread the word to everybody, but it's also to love everybody that's what i love about our church we we love people uh and that's right out of john uh 13 35 says for when you demonstrate the same love i have for you by loving one another everyone will know that you are my true followers so you're a true follower when you show his love to everyone we come into and that's what we're going to do we're going to show that love god gave us a vision for our church and part of the vision of our church was our outreach for christ goes beyond the walls of the church lines of the city and the borders of our nation beyond the borders of our nation, which means we're, we're going to reach throughout the world uh, to do what he wants us to do when he calls us to do it. And I love that because in Matthew 28, 18 through 22, it says, then Jesus came close to them and said, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you and never forget that I am with you every day 
even to the completion of this age. So we're supposed to make disciples of all nations. And that's what we get to do today is hear how that's actually happening in some places. Uh, and we get to share that. We get to be part of that. Is this crackling now? My beard's not long enough yet. I'm telling you, it's getting there. I'll never shave it again. I make that promise to you. So, so as a church, so you know, I wanted to share this. I shared it on prom night, but this is so important because we are, uh, as a church, we have already shared, already given over $35,000 out of the church this year to help people. We've done that to help not only people in our church, but people in our city, in our community, in our state, in our nation, and in the world, and we get to continue to do that. Okay, we get to continue to do that, and I know where God's taken me in the future, what he showed me for our church in the future, and we get to, to be part of something big. So what I want to do is, before I get into this anymore, I, um, Brother Bo is still walking around. I'm going to turn the mic over to him in a second. So get prepared, brother. Uh, he's ready. He goes, I'm just ready. So um, poultry, I don't know if she, she knows this now because I told her, but three years ago, three years ago when I was down in Crestview, I felt the Holy Ghost say that I was supposed to connect with you, and you weren't even there. And it was through Mr. Bill, and uh, I was there at the church, and I got to see what you see out out here in the foyer, which is everything um, that the orphanage in Africa uh, that they were making. And when I talked to him, he shared the story, and I felt connected. And I took this little pamphlet and I put it in my Bible, and uh, it stayed there. Tonight, it's still in my Bible. And I said, Lord, I got to connect with her, I know. And then every life goes on. You know, life happens, and there are seasons for everything. And then just a couple weeks ago, uh, Brother Bo and, and Mama Rachel asked us to go down to, um, uh, down to Crestview and meet her because she was back in the States. And I was so excited because I was like, man, this is three years waiting to meet somebody that God told me I had to meet. But like I said, it's seasonal. So God says, I'm, I'll do it when I want to do it. You know, I wanted to do it then, but he was like, it's not time to do it. I'm going to show you a time to do it. So, so we get to welcome somebody in today like that. But before we do that, I want to invite um, our apostle up, Brother Boke. Will you come on up here and say hello to everybody? I'm sure they haven't heard your voice in so long that they, they might want to. Uh... Check, check. There you go. You can't have her. <laughs> Y'all, it's awesome to be here with everybody this morning. Uh, been a minute since I've been with the family of God and in this setting, and it's exciting to be here. It's exciting to worship God with y'all. It's a blessing. Uh, we're doing good. I'm doing great. I feel great in my body. I feel healed. I don't feel sickness. Still got some stuff that's got to get fixed so we can move on, but that's where I'm at physically, and that, that really is a true statement. Uh, we've seen the hand of the Lord in lots of different ways, and we're just really, really grateful for your prayers and support and everybody reaching out, messages, food, everything. We, we love you and we bless you. And uh, today is my first day back to church for several months, and uh, it's a really important day for me, just like Brother DJ was saying, uh, Jason and Misty Townsend are two, and, two of Rachel and I's best friends. And that's a relationship that developed really quickly over two or three years, and they're real close to us. We just have a really awesome relationship, and Jason is a very close brother to me. And when he began to speak to me and Misty began to speak to me about Pulcherie and the work in Africa, and even when I met Miss Kathy and Brother Bill, you know, way before I met Miss Pulcherie, as soon as Brother Jason started speaking to me about it, I wanted to know her. I wanted to know Benin, Africa. 
where she's at. And uh, like Brother DJ said, it was just a Holy Ghost thing that I knew would, would happen. And every time Brother Jason mentions going, I'm telling him I'm going to go. It's in my heart to go there. And, you know, I, I live in third world countries and, you know, we go there. We, we kind of know more of the reality when you get on the ground of what things are really like and not what people show up and tell you when they're trying to raise money. So I hear differently than most of y'all. And it's not because I'm smarter. I just have had a different experience. And what really has impressed me beyond, beyond all, all possibility, I guess, is the way that Miss Poulcherie has conducted herself. She's into her second generation of kids with her orphanage. And an orphanage is awesome. People need to be loved and taken care of, especially by a godly mother and father whenever that's possible. And when somebody takes up the responsibility, uh, the Bible calls that pure religion. And so that's admirable in itself, just that. Just feeding kids that don't have nobody to feed them and putting a roof over their head, that right there should be celebrated. But what really was impressed upon me was not just that. It was the way that they were being raised up under her love and care and her husband and everybody that helps and works with her. Um, the way the gospel was being imprinted in their hearts and the way they were coming up and going into the marketplace and affecting it with the gospel, the way they were going out into the villages and preaching the gospel, the young sons and daughters that she is raising up who grow up in her house, in her orphanage. And to me, that right there, that makes my heart rejoice because it's one thing to do a humanitarian effort and feed people and clothe people, and that's great, and it should happen. But it's a completely different thing when that is done in the love of Jesus and in the power of the gospel. Because people who have never had anyone care about them learn that's not true, that they have a father who always has his eyes and his hands on them and over them. They are raised up to go out, not as people who don't have value and have no purpose. They're raised up to go out and express the love of God that they've received to a world that's around them. And us as a family... That's what we're going to support. Do you understand? There's value in that that's eternal. This is not a, a come, we're going to show you pictures of pop belly kids kind of thing. We're going to support the gospel being preached. We're going to support people raising up sons and daughters who do not tremble at the name of hell. And that's what she's doing and, and to me, it is just awesome to have an opportunity to be a part of that. So when she's done, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take up an offering. Brother DJ has it in his heart to do way more than what we're going to do today as a family here. And I'm in agreement. But today, I want her to leave here blessed beyond measure. I came with my check made. I'll have a little bit more foreknowledge of what we're doing today than most of y'all. But as you sit in here, let the Holy Ghost speak to your heart. And I want you to give. And I want you to give sacrificially. I want you to give until you can't go out to eat after church. I, I want that to happen. Not for me, not for her, but for the gospel. Brother Jason and Miss Misty went there, started a church with Miss Poulcherie who she pastors, and now they've started several churches out of that and villages around. Uh, the gospel's going out, y'all. 
and that should excite you and have an opportunity to be a part of that, man, you should be running up here throwing money down right now. You need to let God heat up your heart. And you need to let God speak to you. And it needs to be something that you respond to and are obedient to. I don't apologize for taking up offering. I don't care if it's your first time here or if it's your thousandth time. If you're here, you should give. I'm not going to apologize for giving money to the gospel so that people can get what I've got. So please, y'all, listen. I don't have any idea what Mitch Polsheree is going to talk about. And I want to do whatever God has her to do. But I want you to be prepared to do that in a minute because it matters. Not just so kids can eat, but so the gospel can be preached. I might not ever make it to Benin, Africa, and you probably won't either. But man, if we can be a part of sons and daughters being raised up like are being raised up here, we can see the gospel extended to the ends of the earth. And then Jesus will come. So please, y'all, receive Miss Benin. Miss Benin, Miss Pulsheree of Benin. Come on, Miss Pulsheree. And also, I want to, come on, Miss Pulsheree. Miss Kathy, if you're coming with her, come on. Uh, this is Miss Kathy and her husband, Bill. I got a chance to meet them several years ago. I don't know too terribly much about them personally. I just know that God put the orphanage and Miss Pulsheree on their hearts years ago, and they really have made a way for Miss Pulsheree to be here down through the years and helped her get the gospel message out here and let people know what's going on. So they should be honored greatly, too, for that. And uh, we're just very appreciative of you. And Brother Bill, sorry he couldn't be here. And there you go. Yes, ma'am. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Okay. I'm going to speak English, and she is going to translate my English. Yes, she's going to speak English, and then I'm going to translate her English into English. <laughs> because my accent is a little hard to understand because sometimes. Because my accent is a little hard to understand sometimes. She does really well, but... If, if somebody... Did somebody can speak French here? Can somebody speak French? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much. My name is Pushri Boko. My name is Pushri Boko. I came from West Africa. I came from West Africa. In my country, we speak French. In my country, we speak French. And uh, we have many languages. And we have many languages. I'm very happy to be here this morning with you. I'm very happy to be here this morning with you. And okay. N no, there are things I can say, please. <laughs> she needs to be here. <laughs> there are some things I can say. She understands me more than everybody because my English is a little franglais. Franglish. Part French, part English. <laughs> okay. Can we pray a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I will pray in French. Père, je te dis merci. C'est une opportunité pour moi d'être devant ton peuple. 
Je ne suis rien, mais tu es tout. Je te bénis, Seigneur, pour ce moment merveilleux. Et je demande que ta main soit autour de moi. Et que, Seigneur, ce que je dois dire à ton peuple, Seigneur, dis-le à ma place, à cause de ton nom. Merci, Seigneur. Tu es Dieu, sois élevé. Au nom de Jésus-Christ, j'ai prié. Amen. 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 I'm so sorry to pray in French. <laughs> okay. I'm, by the grace of the Lord, director of uh, Exodus House Orphanage. By the grace of God, I'm the director of Exodus House Orphanage. And uh, I'm pastor. I'm pastor. Of uh, Summit Church Benin. Of Summit Church Benin. And uh, we have right now four churches. Right now we have four churches. And uh, the orphanage have 158 one, one children. Mm -hmm. And uh, the youngest one is like uh, four months, four, five months now. Yeah. Because uh, at Africa we don't have uh, good, uh, we don't have good hospital. Mm -hmm. We don't have good hospital at Africa. And uh, many women going to deliver baby, they die. Many women that go to deliver their baby, they die. Then, from that, uh, I have many, many children in the orphanage. So they bring her the children from when their parents die. Many hospitals just call me mm -hmm. and I go to get the babies. Mm -hmm. Okay. In all that, I want to tell you where I came from to do all that. She's going to tell you all that she did to get to where she is right now. Ah, uh, in my country is uh, voodoo. In my country is voodoo. Voodoo is the base of my country. Voodoo is the base of my country. The real name of Benin is Dahomey. The real name of Benin is Dahomey. Dahomey means in uh, the in the womb of a snake of Satan. Mm -hmm. Dehoma means in the womb of a snake. Is the name of the is man. the name of my country. Mm -hmm. My country is give or dedicate to Satan. My country is dedicated to Satan. And. Uh, We have uh, many, many kinds of voodoo we worship at Africa. We have many different kinds of voodoo that we worship at Africa. At Benin. At Benin. And when you said, at Africa, when you said, I come, I'm, I'm from Benin, everybody know that uh, you have voodoo in your house. Mm -hmm. Whenever you say, I am from Benin, everybody knows you have voodoo in your house. What is voodoo? What is voodoo? Voodoo is a spirit of snake. Voodoo is spirit of snake. And the spirit of dead. Spirit of death. Is what is voodoo? 
That is what voodoo is. Then my family before I born, they was in one church. My family before I was born, they were in one church. And that church uh, is uh, like uh, half half. That church is half and half. We use the Bible. We use the Bible. It's a church. It's church. We sing, we praise the Lord. We sing and praise the Lord. We have a big crucifix. Big crucifix. It's not a cross, but cross with Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. With Jesus on the cross. And we have our Bible. We have our Bible. Then we are half voodoo, half Bible, half church. We are half Bible, half church, half voodoo. That's three halves, sorry. <laughs> I born in that church. I was born in that church. And uh, growing up, growing up, when I was like uh, nine, when I was like nine years old, I I been sick. I was sick. Then they do everything. I'm not healing. They did everything, and I didn't heal. Then they bring me to the church. They brought me to the church. And the man who is uh, that time like a prophet in that church. The man that was the prophet at that time in the church. He said she's not sick. He said she's not sick. But the spirit of that this church wants to marry her. Oh, the spirit of this church wants to marry her. Is for that she's in that position. And that is why she's sick. Then they just say yes. You can do everything for her. And uh, they just give me there. They could not do anything for her. They, is that when they took you to the ocean? Yes. Then they take me to the ocean. They do many sacrifices at the ocean for me to be married to that spirit. Mm -hmm. So they took her to the ocean. They did many rituals. And then she became married to that spirit. Then something starts in my life. Something started in my life. I start to prophesy to people. I started to prophesy to people. I start to do many things. I can prophesy. After prophesy to people, I say you need to do this sacrifice, do this sacrifice to be free. Mm -hmm. She would prophesy to people, and then she would tell them the sacrifice they need to do and then they would be free I do that job for many years I did that job for many years and uh, I become powerful and powerful and powerful in that job I became more and more powerful in that job they bring me to Nigeria many countries just for me to have more power they brought me to many countries, and she would prophesy, and she would have more power. Then uh, they, they continue to do many rituals for me to be very powerful. So they would continue to do many rituals over her to have more power. Then I start to do, like, uh, I can be here talking with people, but my spirit go to do things somewhere. Mm -hmm. I can stand here, I can talk to you, and my spirit will go somewhere else. When I, I sleep all night, uh, 
I'm not in my, my spirit not with me. My spirit go to fight to do things every night. Mm -hmm. I can be sleeping at night at that time and, and my spirit would leave me in the night and go do many things, fight and many Many things. people came to me for, to do things in their life. Many people came to me to do many things in their life. Women who want somebody's man, somebody's husband. If a woman wants somebody else's husband. I can do it. I can do it. I can put trouble in their house. I can put trouble in their they house. They will divorce and this woman who give me money will have the man. And they will divorce and the woman that gave me money, she will have the man. I have done many bad things. I have done many bad things. But uh, people just bow down for me. People would just bow down to me. They worshiping me. They worship me. They call me holy. They called me holy. I was very important at church. I was very important at church. I was uh, like uh, somebody. People, before they enter in my room, they need to off their shoes. Uh, people, when they would come to the house, they'd have to take their shoes off before entering because into I'm my room. Holy. Because I'm holy. Is what the church say, I'm holy. That's what the church said, was that I'm holy. I can't wear red dress. I can't wear a red dress. I can't wear black. I can't wear black. Is many things I can't eat. M many things I can't eat. Because I'm holy. Because I'm holy. I was doing that holy job. I was doing that holy job. Everybody respects me. Everybody respected me. I have money. I have money. Because m many people come to me. Many people come to me. And then when I do good job for them. And when I did a good job for them. They give me big money. They gave me big money. I was powerful. I was powerful. But uh, let me tell you, I don't have any peace in my life. But let me tell you, I did not have any peace in my life. In all that. In all that. Everybody respects me. Everybody respected I me. I have money. I have money. But uh, I don't have any peace. I have no peace. Then one day, one day, somebody called me. Somebody called me. He says, I'm from the government. He said, I'm from the government. I have big problem. I have a big problem. I hear you can do it. I hear that you can do it. I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. Everybody was going to church. Everybody was going to church. But I said, I can't go to church that day. But I said I can't go to church Because that day. somebody from the government coming with money, I need to be mm -hmm. home to come talk with her. I have appointment. She had appointment. She wasn't going to church that day. She was waiting for this man. Because I'm, I'm God. Because she's God. Hello. <laughs> then I was waiting for the man to come. Then I was waiting for the man to come. I cleaned everything. I cleaned everything. I set up everything. I set up everything. And I was waiting. And I was waiting. Then somebody knocked the door. Somebody knocked on the door. I opened. I opened. The man sit. The man sit down. And I was very kind to, he to him. I was very kind to him. In my house, we have my sister-in-law who is Christian. My sister-in-law who is Christian was in my house. 
but we don't like her. But we don't like her. Because she don't go to our voodoo church. Because she does not go to our voodoo church. Then the man who came, me, I think, is the man from the government. So the man that came, I think he is the one from the government. And I was very kind to him. I was very kind to him. And he goes, can I see Eliza? He said, can I say, see Eliza? I say, okay, he is, she is inside. She is inside. Then I call my sister-in-law for, for him. Okay, so she called her sister-in-law for him. And she said, he said, what is this girl? She is so kind. Ah, he said, this girl is so kind. My sister-in-law goes, e. <laughs> my sister-in-law goes, e. Is, <laughs> is the holy. She is the holy. Oh, she is the holy. You know, my sister-in-law bring my name every time to church to pray to pray against me. <laughs> so her sister-in-law prays for her at church. Pray, pray. She pray against me every time. <laughs> she at church. prays against her every time at church. And uh, she said, "She is she the holy." She said, "She is holy." The pastor said, "No, I need to talk with her." The pastor said, "No." This was her sister-in-law's pastor who came to the house. He said, "No, I not. I need to talk with her. I need to talk with her. She is so kind." She is so kind. She can listen to me. She can listen to me. And she said to call me. She said he said to call me. Okay. And I came. Then he says, can I invite you, invite you in my church? Can I invite you in my church? I have a problem before with my mom because I went to church. I had a problem with my mom before because I went to church. And she don't like me to do to go to another church. Yeah, she didn't like me to go to another church. Then I say, okay, sure, I can come. Ah, sure, I can come. Then I went to that church. Then I went to that church. I don't see them wear they dress like uh, we wear at our church. They did not wear all white like everybody have shoes on. Everybody has shoes on. And they are singing, dancing. And they're singing and dancing. In my church, everybody needs to wear white before come to church. Everybody in the voodoo church needs to wear white before they come. But, but I see them, they are very free. But I see them, that they are very free in this Something church. Something touched my heart that day. Something touched my heart and that when day. The pastor preached, and when the pastor preached, I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> then after the silvers, after the service, the pastor said, I want to meet you. The pastor said, I want to meet with you. And we thought. We talked. He asked me, are you good with what you are doing? He asked me if I was good with what I was doing. First, he said, did you receive Jesus? First, he said, did you receive Jesus? I said, yes. I said, yes. I'm holy. I'm holy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yes, I know. He said, yes, I know. But uh, I want for you to meet Jesus. But I want you to meet Jesus. And he taught me. He showed me many things in the Bible. He showed me many things in the Bible. I have like five Bible. I have like five Bibles. But I, I never opened my Bible. But I never opened them. I just buy. I just buy. To decorate my job. To decorate for my job. But uh, I don't know nothing in the Bible. But I don't know anything in the he Bible. He read many things 
to me in the Bible. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And he says, did you want to receive Jesus? He asked me if I wanted to receive Jesus. I said, sure. And he said to me, pray with me. He asked me to pray with him. And uh, I received Jesus that day. And I received Jesus that then day. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I go back home. Then I went back home. I needed to meet with him another day. I needed to meet with him another day. I go back to him. I went back to him. And he teach me many things again in the Bible. He taught me many things again in the Bible. And he asked me, did you want to be sent free? He asked me if I wanted to be set free. I said, sure. <laughs> I want. I want. To be free. To be free. And he said, okay. You know, I don't know that I was a slave. I did not know I was a slave. Me, I think I was powerful. I thought I was powerful. Like uh, in the Bible, you can see in Acts 16. Mm -hmm. By 16 to 40, 40, you can read that story. Mm -hmm. That girl who is, uh, who follow Paulo and Silas. Mm -hmm. Like in Acts 16, 16 through 40, the man or the girl that followed Paul through the streets. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then I I say yes, I want to send to be free. I said yes, I want to be free. In all that, I don't realize that like uh, I was. Uh, important for my family doing that job. I didn't realize all that time how important I was for my family to do the job. They want for me to be that way all my life. They wanted me to be that way all my life. Then the pastor told me, you need to have one week fasting and pray. The pastor told me I needed one week to fast and pray. The four first week I drink like a yoga every evening. The four first week, uh, no food. I drink just yoga every night. So the first week, I just drank yogurt every night. The, f the third day, the third. The third. Okay. Now, then the three, the three last day, I need to fast and pray, not drink, no food for three days. So for three days, for the first day, she just drank yogurt. Then after the next three days, she just fast and pray. No drinking, no eating anything. Something was very strange in that time for me. Oh, something was very strange for me at that every time. Every night when I went to bed, my spirit go. Oh, every night I went to bed, my spirit would but go. But the time I was fasting but the with the... I, with some scripture in the Bible, my spirit doesn't go anywhere. Mm. When I was fasting and reading the scriptures, I, my spirit did not leave. Mm. I pray for seven days with my spirit inside of me. Oh. They, they would not come to me all that time. Seven days my spirit stayed with me as I fast and pray, and the devil did not come to me. Then I went to the church. Then I went to the church. 
to for my deliverance. For my deliverance. Then they start the deliverance. They started the deliverance. It was very hard. It was very hard. Five hour deliverance. Five hour deliverance. I was at the floor. I was at the floor. Fight, fighting with everybody. Fighting with everybody. Screaming. Screaming. And uh, the spirit inside of me. The spirit inside of me. Says. Said. I want for you to listen to this. I want you to listen he to says, this. He says. She is my wife. It said. She is my wife. I marry her. I married her. She needs to destroy more life. She needs to destroy more lives. I'm using her to destroy people's life. I'm using her to destroy people's I'm lives. I'm not going. I'm not going. After doing all that for me. After doing all of that for me. She will die. She will die. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. She is my wife. She is my wife. And the pastor said, you need to go. The pastor said, you need to go. Five hours. Five hours. Five hours. Somebody who fasts and pray for seven days. Somebody who fasted and Being prayed for seven days. Being fighting for five hours. Fighting for five hours. Then the spirit said. Then the spirit said. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Then. He go. Then he went. The first thing I feel in myself. The first thing I felt in myself. It was peace. Was peace. I feel, I never feel that peace in my life. That peace in my life. I feel God's peace. I felt God's peace. Everything was quiet inside of oh, me. Oh, everything was quiet inside of me. I was uh, just amazing. It was just amazing. And the pastor asked me. And the pastor asked me. Are you ready to bring every power you have? Because it thinks uh, my power was things I used to have more power. I have all that in my room. But the pastor asked me, are you ready to give all your power to bring? Are you ready to bring all those things that you use to do your voodoo? Are you willing to bring that and burn it all? I say yes. I say yes. Because what I'm, you know, what, what I'm seeing inside of me is bigger than what I have before. Mm, what I see inside of me now is bigger than what I had before. I said, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I went home. I went home. I came back. I came back. With all the dress I have before. With all the dresses I had before. My dresses were very expensive dresses. Oh, my dresses were very expensive. I bring all the dresses. I brought all the dresses. Every power I have. All the power I everything have. Everything I have. Everything I had. Every Bible, you every know. Every Bible. We give the Bible to people who is in that church. We gave the Bible to people that were in that church. They put power on that Bible for us. Oh, they put the power on the Bible for us. I give all that. I gave all of that. And uh, the pastor burned all. And the pastor burnt it all. 
It was a big day in my life. It was a big day in my life. After that, after that, I don't know that I do something bad in my family. I didn't know that I did something bad in my family. I don't know that they know. Like uh, they are giving me to the spirit before they did. For me, the things just start like that. For me, I was sick and they bring me for my healing. I don't know that they know everything. So when they took her to the ocean and they gave her that spirit, she did not know all of that, but that's what they did to her. Then I came home. I came home. I went with my cousins to bring everything to the pastor. I went with my cousins to bring everything to the pastor. When she came home, she said everything to people. Uh, when she came home, she said everything to the family. And uh, they just called my uncle and they said, uh, we, all the money we put in this girl, she do something. Ah, they said all the money that we've put into her, but now she's done something. Then my uncle came. Then my uncle came. And he asked me. He asked me. I, you know I have money. You know I have money. And I know you have money. I know you have money. But uh, I want to bring you back. But I want to bring you back. To do everything you burn for you. To do everything that you burned for you. Or you choose. You choose. Die or go back. Either choose to die or to come back to us. I says, uncle, I better die. She said, uncle, I'd rather die. He said, are you talking to me? He said, are you talking to me? I said, yes. I said, yes. Then he asked uh, something to touch my hand like that. He tied her hands together. And touched to my feet. And attached to her feet. They start to beat me. And they started to beat me. I can't run because I was tied. I can't run because I was tied. They beat me for hour and hour. They beat me for hours and hours. They stop. They stop. And they ask me. And they'd ask me. Are you coming back? Are you coming back? I said, no, I can't. I said, no, I can't. I can't come back. I can't come because back. Because what I'm feeling. Because what I'm feeling. Nobody don't feel that. Nobody felt that. What was in my life? What was in my life? They don't know. They don't know. And what I'm feeling that time. And what I was feeling then. I can't go back to. I can't go back. To the elephant. I say no. No. They beat me for hour and hour. They beat me for hours and hours. I know they are going to kill me. I know they are going to kill me. But I was happy because I'm not going to all that spirit. I was happy because I was not going back to that snake. I know the pastor told me God is with me. The pastor told me God is with you. And I know I'm going to see God. And I know I'm going to see God. I don't care to die. I don't care to die. Then our neighbor just came to that, that house. Our neighbor came over. And she said, please, let her. And she asked them to let me go. But I can't stand. I can't stand. My blood was all over. My blood was everywhere. She took me to her house. 
She took me to her house and bring me to the hospital. And brought me to the hospital. But uh, I know in my country when you have money, I know in my country when you have money, you can kill somebody and not uh, be judged. You can kill somebody and not be judged for that. Then I been to the hospital. I was at the hospital. Nobody from fa my family not came to see Nobody me. Nobody from my family came. And from the hospital, from the hospital, I don't have nothing. I have nothing. No cloth. No clothes. Nothing. Nothing. I don't want to go back to that house. I don't want to go back to that house. From the hospital. From the hospital. I went to the pastor's house. I went to the pastor's house. And I told to the pastor. I told to the pastor. I know my family have money. I know my family has money. They will come. They will come. They will kill you. They will kill you. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I want to go. I will go. He asked me where I'm going. He asked where I was going. I said, you say your God is powerful. Ah, you said you say your God is powerful. He is everywhere. He is everywhere. I'm going just to let myself for him. I'm going to go just to leave myself for him. He will bring me where I need to go. He will bring me where I need to go. Then he gave me money. Then he gave me money. He said, okay. He said, okay. And I go. And I left. I went to Ghana, what is another country. I went to Ghana, which is another country. My mom was at Abidjan. My mom was at Abidjan. But I can't go to her. But I couldn't go to her. Because they care for the church than everything. They care about the church for everything. And I been in Ghana. I was in Ghana. For like uh, three years. For three years. With no clothes. No clothes. Sometimes I don't have food. Sometimes I don't have food. I I don't live that way before. I never lived that way before. It was hard. It was very hard. It's good to speak about that today. It's, it's good to speak about it today. But it was hard to live for me. But it was hard to live but for me. But I don't want to go back to that spirit. I don't want to go back to that spirit. I want to keep Jesus. I want to keep Jesus. And I was uh, with one pastor at Ghana. I was with one pastor at Ghana. But we, d we have no food. But we have no food. They have no space in their room to sleep. They had no space in their house for me to sleep. I sleep at outside. I slept outside. Today. Today. When we came outside at uh, pastor's house. When we came outside at pastor's house. I said to Pastor Misty. I said to Pastor Misty, when it's cold like that, when it's cold like that, I just think about people who is, who is homeless. I think about people who is homeless. Because I've been that way. Because I've been that way. With a outhouse. Without a house. And I know what he look like. And I know what it's like. It was uh, difficult for me to live that way. It was difficult for me to live that way. But uh, I was, uh, you know, the only things I can't move out from me is the joy I have. Mm. Could not remove the joy out of me. The joy I have. In that situation, I was very joyful. I was very joyful in that situation. I was very, very 
you know, I have faith. I have faith. I know God will do it. I know God will do it. You know, I've been speak to the pastor I was with the big things I have in my heart to do for God. I talked to the pastor that I was with and told him about the things I have in my heart to do for God. They they are calling me woman of dream. Aha, they're calling me woman of dream. Because nobody don't believe that I can do it. Nobody believed I could do it. Then I been with them for a long time. And then I was with them for a long time. And one day, one day, I decided to go to Abidjan to see my mom. I decided to go to Abidjan, another country, to see my mom. Then I need money. I needed money. I sell water. We bag water. Uh, they sell bags of water. They're in plastic, sealed, and they put things on their head and they walk around and sell the bags of water to make money. Then I do that for almost one year before mm -hmm. can save like uh, six zero US. Sixty dollars. I after one year of selling water, I got sixty dollars mm -hmm. to go to Abidjan. To go to Abidjan. But uh, thinking about what can happen to me going to my mom's house. Mm, thinking about what can happen to me going to my mom's house. I went to Abidjan. I went to Abidjan. With in bus. In I bus. I took bus to go. She took a bus to go. Then at Abidjan, at I Abidjan. can't go to my mom's house. I can't go to my mom's house. Because I don't want to go back to that spirit. Because I don't want to go back to that spirit. I just go to one church. I went to a church. I s explained my problem to them. I explained my problem to them. They said, you can be here. They said, you can be here. But we don't have food to give you. But we don't have food to give you. I said, I don't care about food. She said, I don't care about food. God will take care of me. God will take care of me. And he did. And he did. He did. Mm -hmm. Then the pastor's wife says, you can walk in my house and I can give you food. The pastor's wife said, you can work in my house and I'll give you food. And is what I start to do. So that's what I started to do. But she's not any nice to me. But she was not nice to me. I do all the work. I did all the work. I do everything. I did everything. But uh, she just insults me all the time she would just insult me but uh, i start to do something that time but i started to do something at when that time. somebody is sick when somebody is sick and i let my hand to people and i'd lay my hand on them they are healed they are healed then the pastor sent me one day to go pray for somebody who is sick. So the pastor one day sent me to pray for somebody that was sick. My mom moved. My mom had moved. But I don't know her new house. But I don't know her new address. Then going to the place to pray for people. So then when I was going to the place to pray for people. I saw my mom somewhere. I saw my mom. Then I went to pray. I went to pray. Coming back. And then coming back, I came to my mom's I house. I came to my mom's house. They start to cry. They started to cry. Because I changed. I changed. I was like a 
somebody who don't have nobody. I was like somebody who has nobody. I was a poor girl. I was a more than poor girl. Mm -hmm. I was very miserable. I was miserable. My brothers start to cry. My brother starts Everybody to cry. start to cry. Everybody cried. My mom said, oh, my daughter, come here. Church is not nothing. You can be here and go to church. Oh, it, church is nothing. My mom said, come here. You can go to church here. All my brother said, come here. You can be here and go to church. My brother said, come here and go to church. I was very happy. I was very happy. When I came back home. When I came back home. I talked to the pastor. I talked to the pastor. And he said, I know that can happen one day. The way my, f my wife is treating you, I know that can happen one day. I the said. The pastor knew that mm. his wife was not being kind. And mm -hmm. he said, I knew one day that would happen. Then I just left. I left. I went to my mom's house. I went to my mom's house. Every night. Every night. They came back from church. They came back from church. With uh, oil. With oil. Sacrifice oil from sacrifice there. Sacrifice oil. They put everywhere in the house. They put it everywhere in the house. This is the voodoo church she's talking about. I'm like, can I be somewhere with all that now again? Oh, can I be somewhere with all of this again? Then I can't. I can't. I talked to my pastor. I talked to my pastor. But I don't want to be with somebody again. But I don't want to be with somebody again. I just rent somewhere. I rented somewhere. And because I can't pay. Because I can't pay. I go back to Benin. I went back to Benin. Then after that, I start the orphanage. After that, I started the orphanage. My, my hurt, people ask me sometimes why, how, where I get that f strong faith to do this for the Lord. People ask me, how do I get that strong faith to do things for the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Passing through all that. Passing through all of that. God showed me his faithfulness. God showed me his faithfulness. God showed me how much he is faithful. God showed me how much he is faithful. Passing through all that. Passing through all of that. Five years I don't work. Five years I didn't work. But God took care of me. But God took care of me. That gave me strong faith. That gave me strong faith. Today I'm taking care of uh, like a... Uh, 200 and something people every day. Today I'm taking care of 200 some people every day. I don't, I don't have a big stop spot somewhere. Support. Oh, I don't have a big support somewhere. But uh, day and day, God just show me his hand. But day after day, God shows me his hand. I have some kids who grow up in the orphanage. I have some kids that have grown up in the orphanage. I send them to 
good school. I send them to a good school. I don't care what that can cost for us. I don't care what it can cost for us. But God moves for us every time. But God moves for us every time. They become big. They become grown up. They have a big diploma. They have a big diploma. But uh, I, I start to see something amazing now. But I start to see something amazing now in them. They, I don't ask them to preach. I don't ask them to preach. But uh, they become good preachers. But they become good preachers. Amen. They are moving for the kingdom. They're moving for the kingdom. They are moving for the kingdom. They're moving for the kingdom. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. To see what God is doing in their life. To see what God is doing in their life. Mm -hmm. From where I came from. From where I came from. I become... I become preacher to voodoo people. I become preacher to the voodoo people. Amen. Many voodoo people who think they are powerful. Many voodoo people who think they are powerful. When I talk with them, when I talk with them, they just give their life to Jesus. They just give their life to Jesus. I'm not afraid to enter in village where the village, all the village is dedicated to voodoo. I'm not afraid to enter into the village where they do their voodoo. I went to the village. I went to the village. I preached to people. I preached to people. They received Jesus. They received Jesus. I plant church there. I plant church there. And uh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Amen. Many people start to give their life to Jesus. Many people have started to give their life to Jesus. And when they hear my testimony, when they hear my testimony, they know that they can do it. They know they can do it. They know that Jesus can't let them down. They know that Jesus cannot let them down. They have courage to do it. They have courage to do it. My testimony give them courage to come become Christian. My testimony gives them courage to become Christian. I know many people who been away I am who been away I was before. I know many people who have been the way I was before. They try to become Christian and they die. They tried to become Christian and they died. When we went to villages. When we went to villages. Many when I talked to them about Jesus. Many of them when I talked to them about they Jesus. They said, my sister tried and she died. Ah, my sister tried and she died. I said, come to my church. Come to my church. You are not going to die. You are not going to die. Because I know what they do for people to die. She said, because I know what they do for people to die. You are not going to die. You are not going to die. We went to one village. We went to one village. It was uh, a one voodoo man. It was, there was one voodoo man at this village. He had in his house uh, like uh, 50 young girls 
he is marrying them to the snake. So this man in the voodoo, he had 55-0 girls mm -hmm. in, in his house that he married them all to the, the snake. Then he come to me. Then he came to me. We are doing like a, what uh, we do conference no, or not uh, conference. the revival service. Okay, we put like uh, this outside mm -hmm. and people came to watch movie. When we finished to show them the movie about uh, how much Jesus is good, mm -hmm. then uh, we preach to them and they give their mm -hmm. life to Jesus. Yes, so we set up this movie with a sheet, a big cloth, and show them a movie about Jesus, about voodoo, and they come to Jesus. Then when people came, when people came, he came, he, he says, I want to see some, uh, the women who have courage to come to this village mm. to talk about Jesus. So the voodoo man came and he said, I want to see the woman who has the courage to come to this village. And he came to me. And he came to me. I said, oh, good morning, Papa. I said, good morning, Papa. He said, good morning. Is it you do this here? Is it you who did this here? I say yes. And he goes, did you know power? He said, do you know power? I said, you have no power. You have no power. Mm -hmm. I was very serious with him. I was very serious with him. I said, you have no power. I said, you have no power. Any power. No power. He says, okay. Let me show you my power. Okay, let me show you my power. He went home. He went home. 15 minutes after that. 15 minutes after that. All the clouds become The clouds all black. came. Black clouds. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. I told everybody who was there, don't move. <laughs> I told everybody there, don't move. We put the movie on. We put the movie on. They watched the movie. They watched the movie. I preached. I preached. People received Jesus. People received Jesus. I invited them Sunday morning to come to church. I invited them to come to church Sunday morning. Everybody went home. Everybody went home. We packed everything. We packed up everything. We left the village. We left the village. Before it started to rain. Before it started to rain. Please, don't say devil don't exist. Please don't say that the devil does but not exist. But I want for you to know something today. But, but I want you to know something today. Devil have no power. The devil has no power. <laughs> yeah. He exists. He exists. But he have no power. But he has no power. He is liar. He is a liar. Because, you know, he made me lie to people. He made me lie to people. Well, when I was doing that job. When I was doing that job. I went to many prophets, many big prophets in that church. I went to many big prophets in that church. 
But they never told me you are you are going to have orphanage one day. Ah, but they never told me I was going to have an orphanage one day. They never told me you are going to go to US one day. They never told me I would go to US one day. They never told me you are going to be preacher one day. They never told me I'd be a preacher Let one day. Let me tell you. Devil don't know tomorrow. Devil don't know tomorrow. Devil does not know tomorrow. He don't know tomorrow. He does not know tomorrow. Don't care about him. Don't care about him. But uh, let your life for Jesus. Let your life for Jesus. Everything he's doing in your life. Everything he's doing in your life. Don't don't think he can destroy your life. Don't think he can destroy your life. Jesus is uh, Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. He can everything. He's done everything. He can everything. Jesus can do everything. Jesus can do everything. He is Lord. He's Lord. If Jesus can send me free, if Jesus could set me free, can make me preacher, can make me a preacher, he can change your life. He can change your life. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Satan can try to become like an angel of a light. light. Satan can try to become an angel of light. But he's never going to be angel of life. He will never light. be an angel of light. He don't have any life. He has no life. How you can say somebody is queen? How can you say somebody is queen? And you are using her to destroy people's life. And you're using her to destroy people's life. Today Jesus is using me. Today Jesus is using me. To build people's life. To build up people's lives. He's using me. He's using me. To bless people. To bless people. He is using me. <laughs> To raise people. To raise people. People who don't have nobody. People who have no one. Who don't know who, where they can go. They Je don't know where they can go. Jesus is using me. Jesus is using me. To raise them. To raise. To give them better life. To give them a better life. Is what God do. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Devil are not our true father. Jesus is our true father. Jesus is our true father. He says, when the robber came to our life, he said when the robber came to our life, he destroyed everything. He destroyed everything. He stole everything. He took everything. Because he is not, not our father. Because he is not our father. But Jesus is our true father. But Jesus is our true father. He came to our life. He came to our life. To build our life. To build our life. For our life to become better. For our life to become better. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He wants to do better things in your life. Yes. Let yourself for him. You have the good father in the world. You have the best father. He loves you. He loves you. Thank you so much. God bless you.
All right. Now y'all see why I was so passionate about we're going to take up an offering. Uh, when we went to see Miss Pulcherie and visit with Brother Jason, Miss Misty, you know, I told Miss Pulcherie because I went with the sole purpose to invite her. And hope, hopefully Brother DJ was going to be in agreement with that. And I didn't know to the depth that he had had uh, the Holy Ghost speaking to him about her before, you know, we went down there. But I, I told Miss Pulcherie, I said, I don't want you just to come and preach. I'm inviting you into our family because your family with us because of your relationship with Jason and Misty. Because they're real family with me. Finney's down there, been there for a few months now, and we've taken our kids from this church down there uh, because we are really family. They've been with me in Mexico. And so I told Miss Pulcherie, that makes you family with us, and so you need to come know the rest of your family. And so y'all are getting to know the rest of your family. And this is not just come take up an offering uh, for her to take back to Africa and keep doing the work, even though that is part of it. It is us realizing that we have an extended family that we're going to be intimate with and, and we're going to continue relationship with. And in Jesus' name, God's going to strike some of y'all to send your children out to be part of what she's doing there or somewhere just like that. You know, and even and even with the, the orphanage that we help in Kenya, I know Brother John. I've known him for years who runs that orphanage there. And, and uh, that's why I'm glad we support them. I believe in supporting people that we know. I haven't been there yet, but Brother Jason has. Miss Misty has. Kelly and, and Sam have. Um, Brother Bill Miss Kathy have. And there's people I trust. And we will put boots on the ground there in Jesus' name. See, it's not just about helping somebody eat a meal. It's about giving somebody Jesus. Come on, y'all. That's awesome. And I want y'all to hear some things, a couple of things I just want to point out that I know you did hear. Is she was bound to witchcraft and given over to demon spirits. And so now what does she do? She helps people get free from that. She, she was beaten and had to live pretty much homeless for years without anything. So what does she do now? She makes sure people don't have to live that way. See, some of us have had to pay a price. Some of us have suffered different things in our life, and some, of, some are not the same things. But every one of those experiences is something God's let us walk through so that when we get into the love of Jesus and we know that we have a God that loves us and is with us, we reach back and bring people out of those same situations into the light and the truth that we now walk in. So I'll, I want to take up that offering, y'all. Come on, uh, Brother James, Mr. Trump. Um, I think you can give electronically also. Is that right? Okay. There's a drop-down on the website for Ms. Pulcherie to, to give that way. Y'all, the gospel, I, when I went to Mexico, I had one person support me 20-something years ago, and that was my dad, and it wasn't because he... He was happy I was going. He just didn't want my wife and grandchildren or my children to starve to death. And down through the years, God has blessed us. Blessed us mightily compared to what it was when I went. But I can tell you, the feeling's always been the same. The water always feels like it's about right here every month. Because, not because God isn't faithful. It's just the more that God put in my hands, the more I wanted to do. I went from just having money to buy bus fare to get to the next village to having a truck 
to feeding other people, to bringing people into my home, to preaching on the radio, all that. And so Miss Paul Cherie is here doing the same thing. And so it's not that God is not faithful. It's just that the more somebody who is grateful receives, the more they give. The more who somebody has come to know the love of Jesus, the more they are trying to give the love of Jesus away at any cost. And so we need to bless her. I want her to be blessed. This is going to be to help the orphanage. It's also going to be able to help you because without you, the orphanage will suffer greatly. She, she had uh, COVID this year like a lot of us. She's had malaria. She has had a hard year like a lot of us. But here she is preaching the gospel. And she needs to take care of herself and her husband and the kids. So this money will go for all of that. It's not just about putting food on a plate in front of a kid. She must take care of herself. She must have the proper things that she needs for life. She must take care of her family and the children that God's given her. It's just all of it. So y'all... Come on, let's give this offering. Father, thank you. Bless this money. Let it multiply. Let it be on people's hearts to continually support this ministry month after month. Let it be on their hearts to want to go and see and, and give their lives away and have an experience that they haven't had yet. Father, let this money, let it be big. God, let it be the biggest offering we've ever sent out of this house. God, let our hearts be joyful as we drop this money in. Jesus' name, let it be so. Come on, y'all. Y'all bring your offerings, put them in the basket. And don't be shy. Awesome, awesome. Ones who do it electronically, just bless big. If you want to make this part of your monthly giving to help Miss Pulsary and help the ministry, please talk to Brother DJ or Mama Jules or somebody who knows. All right. Is that it? We good? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for letting me be here today. God, I'm blessed to be in the house of the Lord today with the family of God. Thank yes. you for what we've heard today. Thank you for the encouragement today, God. You are wonderful and you are good. And we bless your name. Amen. 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 Oh, and the tables outside, all are for Miss Pulsary stuff. Go buy everything. Buy everything. It's beautiful. There's your Christmas gifts right there. You don't got to go to Walmart. You don't, For those of y'all who do that, there it is right there. In Jesus' name, y'all be blessed. Have an awesome day. Thank you, brother. Pastor DJ. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Come on, let's give it up one more time for Postery. I'm so thankful for a church that gives. I'm so thankful that we had the opportunity to do that. So please, uh, like he said, they are selling stuff out there. Uh, in the foyer, it's so important. But but I also know that, you know, I love the story. You know, when we were down there, you shared the story. This is what I love about her. It's not about the orphanage, but what she's teaching these kids. She shared a story that they had no food. You remember that story? She had no food. 
and it was for a couple days, and, and she told the kids to come in to wherever the sanctuary, the main area, and they had to cry out to God because she wasn't going to go into debt. She wasn't going to owe nobody any more money. So they cried out to God. She taught the kids that when they needed food to cry out to God. And guess what they did? They cried out to God, and somebody, while they were crying out to God, showed up. He was probably already there. All I remember you saying that, that, that his face was glowing, so you couldn't look at him, and with him came a whole truckload of food. So as the kids were crying out, he showed up, and, and then all the kids got to go out and unload this truck of food because of the faith they had to cry out. So she's, she's raising kids. She's raising children that were orphans because she was an orphan. She was sold off. They, they, they prostituted a gift inside of you, right, that God meant for good. The devil tried to use it for evil, and God took it back. And he said, that's not what it's used for. So you, you were orphaned, but then you were adopted back into the family uh, as a daughter of the risen king. And I wanted to hit that this morning because we're going to wrap up because I know people have things they want to do. Um, and if you want to speak to her a little bit more, you're more than welcome to. She's going to be out here so you can talk to her personally. But I told you as we've been in, we're, we're actually in a series called Rules of Engagement all about spiritual warfare. I didn't know what she was going to talk about, but it was all about spiritual warfare. And what I understand from that is that that she was an orphan and now she runs an orphanage. And I believe we still have people in this room that are dealing with an orphan spirit. And I told you every day, every weekend, I want to talk about something else. Um, and I want to give you a way to, to get out of that, a way to pray out of that, a way to walk in freedom and not, not leave here today with the same thing you came in with. Okay, so every week we've been covering different spirits and we've been able to have the prayer team up here and people to pray over you. So this morning, that's important that we talk about that. So what are some symptoms of an orphan spirit? A difficulty to believe that God can actually love us for who we are. There are people that struggle with that, even though they have the word, they hear the word, they read the word. They struggle with believing that he loves you like a papa, that he loves you like a daddy that you can climb up in his lap and he'll wrap his arms around you. We still struggle with that. In John 3.16, you should know that one. For God so loved the world that he actually gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave his son so that you wouldn't have to be orphaned. And the orphan spirit hinders us from believing that. And two... It's a mindset that thinks we must work to earn our salvation and sonship. Some of us still have that mindset that you have to earn it. You don't have to earn it. This is a gift. But see, that's that orphan spirit. The orphan spirit says you have to do everything right, that you have to earn your way into his arms. And the Bible tells us that salvation is by grace and grace alone. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace you have been saved by faith. Nothing you did could ever earn this salvation, for it was a love gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast, for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. 
but because of an orphan spirit, you will think that you have to do all that, that you have to earn your way into this. So some of you have been coming to church for years. There's people that have heard this over and over again, but I don't want you to walk out of here today with the same thing you walked in here with. You know, we've talked about identity for a year. We talked about beloved identity. We've talked about who we are. And you can't walk out of here with that same idea that he doesn't love you the way he loves you. You can't. So I want to make sure that we don't have that issue this morning. So therefore, what I want to do is I want to pray for you. And we're just going to pray our way through this. And then I'm going to invite the prayer partners forward because I believe we're not going to leave here until everybody gets prayed for. So um, when I invite them forward, come on up if you need prayer this morning. We'll have them available for you. Thank you, Chuck. If I can keep Chuck from jumping up and down when he plays the keys, we'll get through this. But if you start worshiping, brother, we might go right back into it. So let's pray together, because I don't know where you are with this. This orphan spirit can be strong, and it can wear on you. So, Father, right now, I just lift up everybody in this room, everybody watching online, Lord. Father, your word says that we can bind things on earth the way they're bound in heaven, and we can loose things on earth the way they're loosed in heaven. So, Father, we bind up the orphan spirit in those in this room and those that are watching online, Lord. We lose your love, your sonship, your peace, your comfort, knowing we are sons and daughters of a mighty, mighty king. Father, we love you. And we ask you that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm telling you, it's, it's not as hard as you think. See, a lot of times we try to overcomplicate our prayers. We talked about it last week. Sometimes you just got to cry out the name Jesus. Okay, but here's the thing. Don't struggle with that anymore. Accept who you are. Okay, we bound that up. We loosed his love on you. And if you need prayer for that this morning, I'm inviting the prayer team down. So prayer team, if you're here, please come forward. If you need prayer for anything like that, please, uh, the prayer team will be up here for you. also want to pray for you because you might be that person that said you know what I don't even know him so I can't even I can't accept him as a father because I don't have relationship with him so this too belongs to you this morning I have a prayer team up here that wants to pray for you for you to start off uh, this season of your life the right way and that's with a relationship with him there's no prayer that does that for you that's something you accept in your heart that's something you got to start believing in your heart that, that he loves you that way. Surrender to him. Repent from things you're doing. But it starts with you. So if you want to make that decision today, I encourage you that as we start praying, that you can come up and talk with one of our prayer partners and they can walk you through that. They can walk you through the next steps. They can get you on track uh, to see what God wants to do in your life. let's just pray. Father, we love you. Father, we pray this morning that as, as you look into our hearts and our minds, all those that are struggling with the orphan spirit, Father, we ask that you give them the courage to come forward, Lord, to talk with somebody, for somebody else to pray for them. Father, those that don't have a relationship for you, give them the courage right now, Father, to accept you into their heart. 
Father, and to come forward and just be prayed for and 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 guided and and Lord, just continue to work in our hearts, work in and around us, Lord. Let let nothing, everything we heard today, God, the encouraging stories, the testimony, Father God. Man, don't let that land on deaf ears, Father. Father, let us take that to heart. Let us let us operate, Father God, with with your will in our mind, Father, that everything would be done because of you. And Father, I thank you that after three years that this finally played out, Lord, that we can now start a relationship, Father. So Lord, we surrender to you. We love you, Father, and we know you can do all things. So Lord, we give it all to you. Have your will, have your way in our lives. Father, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Come on. Don't forget, guys. Yeah, you can clap. That's fine. The prayer team is going to be up here. I do want to share something. Miss Rhonda went outside, I think. Um, I wanted to share this anyway. She told me before service, but two weeks ago, Miss Rhonda's mother had a stroke. Um, and she's been out taking care of her mom. And then today, her mom decided she was going to get up and drive herself to church. So she went to church this morning on her own. And it's because of the prayers in this house. We talk about we talk about the power of prayer. We've been praying for her mom. We've been praying that. And she went from stroke to driving her car, going to church this morning on her own. So um, that's what happens when we all come together and pray the way we do. So I love you guys. I thank you. Don't forget to grab an angel from the tree. Uh, make sure we, we bless them. And if you still want to give, um, I want you to know that we as a church, so you know, we as a church will be supporting uh, the orphanage throughout, you know, who knows how long, but uh, we're going to be part of them and you're going to get to know them real well and everything uh, and, and pull Sheree's life. So uh, I thank you guys. I love y'all and I can't wait to see you again next week. God bless. Don't forget your sweaters next week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>